Welcome back to another episode of Calm Talks. Today, Ant and I are going to be talking about the importance of your social circle. Now, this is a very integral part of your life, which plays a huge role on how you're going to navigate different circumstances in your life and also dictate what your direction is going to look like in life. Now, Ant, you and I have probably chatted about this quite a depth in many different conversations. Why would you say that this is really an important piece for anyone to be considering? When you go through your life and in any moments where you are unsure or when you need reassurance, right? Oftentimes you turn to people that are most trusted to you. You turn to people for guidance to help you understand the situation, to help you navigate the storm, if you will. If you don't trust them people's opinion and that opinion that they have doesn't resonate with who you are as a person, you can be misguided. You can go down a path that you may that may not be beneficial to you, that you may not actually want to go down. Mm-hmm. So the reason why it's important to know your people and to trust them is because you want to follow a life that aligns with who you are and what you want to achieve effectively aligns with your values you need a team you need a strong group of people around you and as you move forward especially if you have any sort of goals for yourself which you're working towards it's critical for you to have a solid team around you you're never going to be able to do it on your own. You're really setting yourself up for failure if you think you're going to go through your entire life with everything on your shoulders. Now, that doesn't mean that you must be over-reliant on the people around you. Of course, you should have a strong base, strong foundation, strong value system, which you talked about on episode one. But beyond that, it's about finding people with similar values as well who align with that so that you can go through the different ups and downs of life now i want to kind of dive deeper and to this topic and ask you one question when as you were growing up um have you always had clarity as to why this is important or is this a more recent sort of epiphany for you actually for me right this has been something that i've known fortunately since i was quite young so Again, this is I understand that in this position, I'm very fortunate. I have a group of friends I grew up with, a group of boys, and we've just been close since we were young, especially a, f- a few of the boys in that group I've been very close with. And the reason that we are close is because we identified from very, very early that we had a upbringing and a story where we had difficulties and we helped each other through them I think that really brings me on to the point of how I knew it right because I was able to navigate the early early years of life all the way up until now with the same people so I've always known it's always been present for me luckily but whereas for you I don't know what was what was your relationship with that like I don't think I had the clarity or really understood the importance of this then till quite later on. 
So when I was a teenager in high school, I did not focus so much as to what type of um, crowd I may be hanging out with. And I think it, it comes down to what I was looking for in in my life at that time. Uh, when I was young, I was fun- looking for people who may provide sort of more fun activities and experiences which we would enjoy. And I mean, if I can share some of the experiences when I was growing up in, in high school in Pakistan, especially in my senior year, by that time, we had stopped giving a fuck about school. And I don't think I, I am someone who really cared too much about getting good grades and all that when I was young. So I had other priorities, which was obviously ill-advised, and I didn't know that until later on. But at that point, there's literally like, there's probably like some days, maybe even weeks, where I would pop into school in the morning, drop my bag off in the classroom at like 8, 9 a.m., walk out, and then I would come back at like 2, 3 p.m. whenever school ends, pick up my backpack, and then just go home. (laughs) We would bunk all day. We would be kind of either playing outside uh, some some football some soccer or just hanging out with friends sometimes we jump the building get out and it, i mean it was never alone i i found the circle that i was looking for right and i think as life evolves you sort of what i sort of at least did was find circles with aligned with where, what i'm trying to accomplish in my life today which is quite significantly different to what I was looking for when I was young. As you go through different stages in life, of course, you look for different things and different people. And I think that's actually something that probably most people can relate to. It's just in my case, I was very fortunate to... Listen, we're all from this very (laughs) difficult area back home. And we shared a mindset from young that we don't want to stay here. We're meant for something more. I'm just fortunate enough to have kept the same core people for a long time because it was born out of a a really deep desire to improve our situation because of where we were from. And one thing that we've always said to each other is that you are your top five. Effectively, the five people you hang around with are the best representation of you. So we've always, always talk about the team or your team or the team in general that you have around you as a top five because really that represents you. Your top five are such a key component and almost a reflection of who you are. The world is transactional. Uh, Even with friendships or any relationship that you have, you provide some value, you receive some value. And there should be an equal exchange or relatively close to it. And it doesn't have to be the same type of exchange because everyone has their own strengths and weaknesses and their different values that they provide. As long as they're providing each other those values and you feel that this is a fair friendship or relationship, that's a mutually beneficial relationship. I actually call this energy exchange principle or you can call it the value exchange principle. But This is just me, my own personal mantra, right? When I speak with someone and I get to know them, I want to understand that the energy I'm giving out, I want to make sure that I'm getting the same, at least the same energy back. Because the way I see it is that we have a finite amount of energy. 
and my energy to me is very precious. I'm not just going to give it out like candy, right? I'm going to give it out and it's going to be worth something. So when I give it out, I want to make sure that I'm receiving at least the same amount back. Otherwise, it's not fair. So for me, right, when I think about how that translates to the people around me in the top five, right, if you want to keep calling it that, I want to make sure the people that I am actually hanging out with the most are the ones that I'm getting the most value from and that I'm giving the most value to. You know, that reminds me of a book or an audiobook specifically that I listened to a little while ago by Mark Manson. It's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. And it's, I mean, the premise, it's a fantastic book, actually. And the, one of the premises, kind of the fundamental premise in the book is that, look, you're born with a certain finite number of fucks to give. Every day that you wake up, you have a number, you, you are using those. And if you're going to walk around life your day, giving a fuck about everything, you're going to get depleted pretty fucking soon. And you're just going to feel miserable. It doesn't actually help you in any any manner. Instead, what's better for you is that you are much, way more intentional about what to give a fuck about because you will have a much greater impact on those items as well. I did want to ask you a little bit deeper on the circle because it's such a critical part. How important is it to have the right partner as a part of your circle? How, how does that really fit into it? Are they part of the circle or are they someone who's outside of it? That's a really good que question. And to me, the answer is very straightforward. Your partner should be your number one in your top five. Because think about it this way, right? If your partner is your partner in life, okay? They're the one that you're going to have all of your moments with, all your ups and all your downs. And all your trials and tribulations and all the all the good things, all the bad things effectively, right? If they are not the number one person that is able to to give you that energy that you need, to reinvigorate you, to keep you on your path, to keep you aligned to your values, if they're not the strongest presence to deliver that to you, you're you're going to find it harder to stay true to yourself. It's probably the single biggest reflection of you, whoever your partner is, because that person not only reflects you, but you reflect them as well. So you must have alignment of values and value system. Now, this doesn't mean you have to be completely identical. You're actually two individuals, two independent individuals, and that is something you must 100% retain, your sense of individualities in both cases. But there has to be a common ground in values. Has to be. Because of this simple fact that how they conduct themselves in good moments and bad moments is going to rub off on you. And it's just the same for you. However you conduct yourself in good and bad moments is going to rub off on them. As you're navigating all of life, if you have a solid partner who's aligned with your values, that's a solid team member that you have right there. If you were to think about your top five, right? 
or the top, just your, your team, let's say, around you, what are the things that they really give you? That's an excellent question. I think the number one thing I, I look for is loyalty. I think that's one of the my fundamental pillars. I'm an extremely loyal person, not to everyone, but to my people. I don't give out my loyalty. And what I mean by that is that I don't give out my loyalty to every single person that I come across. It's reserved for a few. But once you're, once you're on, on my team, you have to fuck that up. You have to do something for me to take you off the roster, to take you off the team. So that's something that because I give, I expect it back as well. And I think I've been fortunate that I have friends who have been extremely loyal to me through the ups and downs. I think that's one of the probably the most fundamental pillars that I look for in my circle, in my friendships. If I if I ask that back to you, what is the top thing that you look for? Perspective. When I think about the people that are close to me, luckily, my five is actually not just five. I have a lot of... I'm blessed. I have a lot of good people in my life. But what they all do is that they all give me a perspective on something that I think they're specialists at. So, for example, one of the boys I grew up with that I mentioned to you, right? He is um, extremely driven to the point where he's almost mechanical. Right? He's like a machine. Although, to be fair, he also calls me a machine. But he's like mm. a machine, right? Um, and I respect his hustle and his graft. Uh, it's just, I think it's, he has an insatiable appetite to just be the best version of himself in terms of his, his craft. So when I actually want to think about her, how to uh, keep pushing myself, I'll call him. Then have my other friends. Um, I've got a female friend, one of my closest friends since I was 11. I'll go to her for advice and relationships. I have another female friend who's actually who's who's actually hijabi right and her input as a female from a more conservative background is extremely valuable to me because i'm getting a female input but from a just a different lens that is really really good feedback okay so basically i guess my point here is that not naming all these people or going through them i go to them for perspective on what i think their speciality is mm-hmm. And everybody has a speciality. Everybody has a way of thinking that makes them more elite. And I'll think about them people and I'll go to them because that is where I know I'm going to get the best insights. I'm going to get the best advice. And most importantly, that advice is going to be aligned with my values. I just want to sort of hone in on that, right? When you said the same social circle, do you mean people that want the same things out of life? Or do you mean the people that like the same things in life? Or you know, can you just elaborate what that really means? That's a great question. It's not necessarily that you want the same things. It doesn't necessarily even mean that you have the same day to day to day what i find 
to be what resonates with me more than anything is someone who understands life at a much deeper level like what life is about like they have been through their own trials and tribulations that they have an understanding of the world which is realistic and pragmatic but that doesn't uh, that pragmatic understanding of life has not resulted in pessimism they have maintained their optimism so i want to surround myself with people who have a positive attitude like i think that sometimes people may mistake that oh and a person who's optimistic could be i suppose naive but i i don't view those as mutually exclusive i think you can be completely pragmatic and still be optimistic i mean if you back yourself why would you be anything less than positive i think actually what you're saying here is that people have to share the same ethos that you have so you can have different people from different walks of life but ultimately the way they behave is positive it's it's on the looking at the glass as half full so let me ask you a question to your circle to your friends what do you think is the greatest value that you provide to them that is a really good question and i actually think a lot of my friends come to me for positive energy so i can give a few examples right my friend called me up last year she's a waitress you know she doesn't want to do that her whole life she doesn't want to rely on a man etc i told her you can get a property no i'm just a waitress you come to the right person i had a conversation with her yesterday i'm so happy that you gave me the push and i'm sitting in my home so people come to me because i've shown them that they can do it cuz i'm a positive person i'm going to think of ways to figure this out no one has to tell me i'm going to figure it out and then people come to me for that advice wow how did you do that the answer is simple i just did i just backed myself and i think to answer your question i think people oftentimes come to me for a positive outlook because i don't limit myself but i will ask you the same question back now i think that there's been an evolution of who i've become through different periods of my life and i think that today you know what i can provide or what i try to provide i should say to people in my circle is an example of doing things the right way of of discipline of someone who's weathered the storm and is trying to build a life of calm i think that's all for today we've chatted about a lot of things about your top 5 and what an integral part it plays in your life and not only where you are today but most importantly where you're going to be tomorrow at the end 
your circle will be one of the best indicators of where you end up in life. It's something to give really conscious thought to. It's not only about the value that you receive from your circle, but it's also the value that you give to them. It is quite an important exchange that must happen between several individuals, including your partner. And as long as you're giving positive value, you must also expect positive value back in exchange. And that is what will drive you closer to your destination. That's all for today, folks. Stay calm. Thank you for listening to another episode of Calm Talks. And just as a reminder, if you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. You can also find us on Instagram at Calm Talks and join our mailing list by visiting our website at calmtalks.com. And as always, stay calm. Thank you.